Hey, 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 everybody. We are back with another one. Told you I'm going to be more consistent. More and more consistent with it. I just wanted to do a pod today. Basically, describing the things that I've been going through the past couple days, right? So the past couple days, let me let me cut this off because it's making a little too much noise. It's raining right now in Florida, so bear with me. If you hear anything in the background, it's just rain. It might be some good white noise, actually, in the background. But whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. As you may know, if you've been following me, the love of my life... We met when I was 21 years old. I'm about to be 30 next month. So, longest relationship I've had with a female is her. Eight years so far. It's going into nine years. Um, we were married. We got divorced 2017 officially. And it's 2021 right now, right? We've stayed in touch. We have kids together. We were super young when we were trying to make things happen. Well, I was, I know for sure I was super young. I couldn't really deal with a lot of the, because I was also in the military. I couldn't really deal with a lot of the separation. For some reason, the separation gave me anxiety. The separation truly gave me anxiety, man. When I would be in the barracks by myself, it just was this feeling of like, oh, man, I can't. I can't do nothing, man. I'm horny. I'm 22 years old. I'm 23. I'm 24. I'm 25. And it's like my wife is all the way across the world right now. And I'm horny. You know? I wasn't cheating. I wasn't trying to talk or find anybody else. I was literally trying to wait until my missions would be over so we can actually, you know, link up and do what we do. And sex life was amazing. This person, as you can tell, I've been with for eight years, so had no sex with them. Um, I mean, I had the most sex. Sorry about that. I had the most sex with them for that period of time than I've had with anybody else. So the chemistry of the sex was amazing and I lusted for her. I wanted her. And this is what brings me into the topic. Now, when we talked recently in person, It was basically described as when you're in love, you're in a lustful state. To love somebody is when you just unconditionally like you're going to love them no matter what. You're going to basically go to bat for them. You're going to do whatever it takes. These are two separate types of love, right? At this point in time, we do not have sex, no sexual relationship at all. It's non-existent. As much as I want to do it so much, I have to respect the fact that she is not in a headspace where she's lusting for me in that way. But she chooses to continue to love me and continue to respect me. The father of her kids. She's great with the kids. She's ecstatic that we actually had kids together. She wouldn't have chosen anybody else. The only thing she would have did differently is if we would have communicated more when we was in a relationship and put our heads together and would have actually made wise investments together. It's just we didn't 
know each other long enough and we didn't grow with each other long enough to actually make those things come to fruition. So looking back on it and seeing how we made mistakes and how we rushed into things and how it was so sex positive, the relationship, it's like completely cutting off and having abstinence of sex in this relationship. I'm not even going to lie. At first, I was pissed off. I was like, damn. Usually guys that have baby moms or mothers of their kids or exes, they still able to smash because at the end of the day, you've been intimate with that woman before. So if you get in a good headspace with her, then those feelings start to open back up. The legs start to open back up, for lack of a better words, and the doors start to get opened for you. This relationship has been very interesting to me because... I'm a very weird guy. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know if a lot of other people are like me out there. I'm I'm hoping there are other people out there like me. But I'm so weird to the fact of the challenge of being with somebody and not having intimacy has been very, very rough for me. Intimacy is one of the main things that... I don't know of men, but I know me as a man. It's one of the main things that connect me with a woman. It was one of the main things that connected me with her because when I would have good relationships and good friendships with females, if we didn't have sex, I never looked at them serious, like I wanted to marry them. But when I was having sex with her, I looked at her like, yo, I can do this the rest of my life. Like, I love the chemistry we have. I love how we talk every day. I love that if I'm thinking something, she just does it. We finish each other's sentences. It just seemed like the chemistry and everything was just working together. And the sex was amazing. That was the cherry on top for me. Now you strip that away. And now it's just the chemistry is nice. When we have ups and downs, I know how to react better to them. Um, I know how to give her space. She know how to give me space so things don't get toxic. And it's like damn at the end of the day as a man what should we value more like yeah you get to penetrate a woman you get her to be submissive and open her legs for you and allow her to like take you on fully you feel me like your little member down there gets to get fully encapsulated with the sweet soft nectary folds of her loins but at the same time Is that better, having a woman for that, or is it better having a woman as a true partner, as a person that actually gets you ups and downs, who actually sticks with you, rides or dies for you, don't cheat on you? Even if y'all not together, don't have random ass people over your house, random dudes, sexing them up and down. It's like she actually wants to become more than just that physical aspect she wants to become your spiritual life partner she wants to actually be equally on the same mental aspect as you are and i didn't realize how much i just needed love and i needed support from somebody and how i was framing that as the sexual piece like if a girl have sex with me that means she care about me that means she want to give it to me and she wants to make love to me and she's showing me that she loved me by giving it up i don't know 
maybe some women treat their box or treat their love box, whatever like that. But I've dealt with a real adult woman who actually wants to get me cerebrally and takes her time with me and allows me to take time with myself and actually grow as an individual. Like she doesn't, to be honest, like how this dude be talking about it, that's some bot robot mentality shit like I need to have sex to make her feel like I'm the man and to make her feel that's some egotistical type shit like you're not supposed to feel like you have any power over somebody or control over somebody because of what you can do for them physically that's like if you paying for somebody bills like you think like if you call them they need to answer the phone like That's still an individual. That's still a person that can make their own choices and decisions. Just because you're paying for something, it shouldn't make them move when you say move. Just because you're giving them sex don't mean that they should, like, do everything you tell them to do. I like the individual as a person. I love her for her as a person. And I realized that I didn't want anybody else. It wasn't because I was simping for her. A lot of people are like, move on, do this, do that, do this. But the thing that people don't realize is a lot of people got into our relationship early on and I wasn't strong in my beliefs that, hey, I can just love her and that that was it. Everything should work out fine because I love her. I wasn't strong in myself as a man to realize that that wasn't enough. I had to mature as a person. I had to be alone. I had to be my ups and downs by myself. I had to really find out what I was made of, and I had to really find out if she was the right one for me, if she would actually be with me downs and ups, and she has been. Sex is not even a thing that should be what connects us, and yeah, you do it to procreate, and we already procreated. We had two boys. But now moving forward, like, you had two kids. You replicated yourself twice. Now what more do you want from this woman? Do you want to just keep having sex and keep having sex and keep spending your time focused on, like, the lustful aspect of a relationship? Or, like, when I come home, like, you better have my my food ready, this and that. Yo, I don't need anybody to cook for me. I've been living by myself for years. I don't need you to cook. I don't need you to clean for me. I'm a grown-ass man. Just like how you can do stuff on your own, you can cook and clean. I can cook and clean as well. People have gotten to the point where we can individually do our own thing. If you're choosing to love somebody or if the love is unconditional, then focus on that aspect of the relationship. I love this woman and I'll do whatever for her. If she's ever in trouble, I'm the first one in the car to drive over there to see what's going on. If somebody put her, put their hands on her, I'm the first to jump jump their ass and whoop the fuck out of them. I'm the first to do a lot of things. Like, if my kids need anything, they need food, they need money for some program in school to do some kind of, like, sports or something, I'm the first one to be out there cheering my kids on. I'm the first one to be out out there doing anything, a recital, anything. I'm going to be there for my kids. Their birthday parties, everything. I'm going to finance the party, and I'm going to be there happy face on, doing all the activities with them, playing with them, joking with them, talking to them about real life stuff, giving them a little nuggets, whatever they can 
soak up from me, teaching them how to do things, throw a ball, ride a bike, how to run, how to run on the track properly, what shoes are good, different things, how to dress, how to clean up, how to wash themselves, how to wipe their butt when they take a crap, all of that stuff. Like I'm present for all of those things. So in a relationship, I wasn't doing that before. I wasn't being present as a father. I was just kind of like, yo, I, I need to just send money. I need to just send money. I need, as long as she got money, she'll be straight. In my friendships, I was putting so much more effort into my friendships. If my homies wanted to drink, if they wanted to go out, hang out, I would drive literally two hours to go hang out with my homeboys. My homeboys was talking about hoes, trying to drink all day, couple of them smoke we would be on the block hood parties hood block functions and stuff and it's like that wasn't conducive when i had a, a wife and i had a family and i had things going on i was trying to juggle i had this weird thing about me man that's why i say i'm a weird ass guy i had a wife and kids but i was trying to juggle like how my friends were mixed in with how I was when I was in a domesticated lifestyle with a wife and kids. I was trying to go back to the block and drink and, and do Hennessy parties and all that stuff. And then I was trying to come back home where I don't drink and don't do anything, but just chill, go to work, come home, go to work, come home. I felt like that was boring. When really, I should have been focusing on leveling up myself for all of those damn years. I should have been looking at stocks. I should have been trying to get into the real estate with her. I should have been trying to do taxes with her. I should have been just leveling up myself, going back to school instead of just, or going on missions. I should have went active, active duty military and just went on missions and just stacked up my paper and then sent her through school. And then when I came back, I go through school when she got straight. We should have been scratching each other's back. That's what I'm basically saying. That would have been the entertaining thing. That would have been the growth, the progress, the things that I was looking for to try to challenge me. My challenges were stupid. They were superficial. It was like, I want to hang with the homies. I want to have fun. Like, life ain't about having fun all the damn time. Like, when you become an adult, it, it may sound trash, but... It ain't about having fun. Like, dude, you have fun with the kids. Like, you see the smiles on your kids' faces. That should be fun to you. You closing in on another investment or you see your stocks plus 20K in your account. That should be fun looking at that. Going on vacation, taking the kids somewhere. Like, you got to rework and rewire how you think what fun is. You destroying your body drinking liquor every day and smoking and all this extra stuff. That's not fun, man. That's not fun. I don't know why the hell I thought that that was a waking up with hangovers was fun. Like, come on, man. That shit ain't fun. Your head is killing you. Like, what the? F why the hell would anybody think destroying their body is fun? It's just, I don't know, man. I, ha I have no idea. But then again, that was me being immature. That was me being young. That was me not knowing what I had. And now looking at it, it's like she looks at me like, yo, I see the difference in you. I see that you know what you have. 
and I'm still here for you. I ain't move on with somebody. I know you the best person for me. It's just I need us to get to a place where we both, you know, are doing our thing, which we have never done. We've never both been doing our thing. So why not take time and actually develop ourselves and do our thing this time? And I'm like, you know what? I've never done that. So I am actually on board. I'm actually on board because a lot of times I was not on board with her. And it pisses me off that I just never took her advice about things. And she never used to take my advice about things either. I used to tell her to be a nurse for the longest and she didn't want to do it. But now she's actually doing it and she's killing it. So I'm like, now we're going to take each other's advice. And now we've learned from so much. And I think relationships like how I have, people may try to shit on them. And that's the one thing that I realized how to decipher. I'm not going to let anybody get into my ear and shit on my relationship because everybody that I know is going through relationship problems. So there's no way a flawed person in a flawed relationship can tell me how to have a good relationship with somebody. I might have ups and downs, but at the end of the day, we all have ups and downs. There's always going to be something that makes somebody tick about you. There's always going to be something that makes a woman mad about you. But as long as you stay loyal and you stay faithful to the process and the progress that you guys have to together, then that should be good enough for a person to stay with you. And if you're trying to actually build yourself up as an individual, you take time and you actually spend time with yourself. You read books. You actually go to school. You want to learn more. Those things are all going to make you a better person. And it, it makes no sense to try to, like, discount yourself when you all you got. Like, at the end of the day, when you alone and your thoughts are going through your mind and stuff and you think you're not good enough for somebody or you think, man, just work on yourself, man. Stop thinking about how this other person is going to think about you. What do you think about you? Do you think you need to work out more? Then go get a gym membership. Work out more. Do the things that you think you need to improve on and at least make the, the first step into progress in those things. Don't sit back and then act like this person. Don't play the victim, basically. Stop playing the victim and waiting. Stop letting other people influence your life decisions. They don't have shit to do with you. They don't put no money in your pocket. They don't do nothing for you. But at the end of the day, we let people basically tell us like what we need to be doing and what we should be doing. They don't even know our potential. We know our potential. We know if we put our minds to certain things that things could happen. If I continue going to school, well, I am going to continue. I continue going to school. I get my degree. I become an RN. Everything in my life that I've been working towards and working for is gonna be accomplished because I actually got a degree and I actually got a career job that makes good money. That's all I could ever ask for from anybody. Like, do something that's gonna leave you financially stable. And then if you wanna do things on the side, you wanna make some passive income, this and that, make that into a hobby. Make things into hobbies that can make and benefit you in the future. Then you can save that extra money up for vacations or anything that you want to do, you can save it up for vacations. 
you could save it up for honeymoon type stuff with your spouse like nice fancy dates you can take them out to it's like at the end of the day man like you gotta live your life and you gotta do things by your way by your book don't get mad at when people say you never listen to me da, da, da. you didn't have a great perfect life so stop trying to tell me what you did and what you didn't do if it's not positive if it's something negative if you don't like my spouse if you don't like what i represent then just leave me be let me do my own thing i'm pretty sure god is gonna put someone in the right vicinity to me that's gonna help steer me in the right direction but taking on negativity from people is not the right way to go don't listen to people who only have bad things to say about you and your relationship. They don't even know your relationship. They don't know how the ins and outs work. Don't listen to those people. Don't give them no time of day because they're going to wind up ruining your relationship and they're going to continue living their life. They're going to continue with a bad relationship or being single. Don't listen to single people about relationship advice because how the hell would you know what I'm going through when you ain't got nobody? Don't even talk. Matter of fact, I need people to stop talking about your relationship to people. If you need to talk about your relationship, go to a therapist. Go to somebody who don't know you from a can of paint and talk to them about it. They're going to give you the most non-biased um, information and guidance that you're going to be able to receive. Because anybody else is going to be like, man, I ain't like her from the jump. They're going to try to like choose sides or they're going to try to get you to break up from that person. Or they're going to try to... Oh, you remember when she did this? And you remember when she did, man, you told me she did this before. They're going to make things worse. So don't even talk about your relationship unless it's with your partner or it's with a therapist, some neutral party. Don't do it. And I do still lust for my woman. If I had to have sex with the last woman in the world, I would choose her. I don't care if there's Halle Berry's in the world, Beyonce, Rihanna's in the world. I would choose my wife to have sex with i have the best chemistry with her she's amazing i love her to death it will feel meaningful when i actually climax or make her climax everything just feels like magical feels like it's meant to be it feels like that's like our bodies were perfectly designed for each other and i'm not gonna cheat on her i'm not gonna like cheat the game plan the game plan is to get my shit together her to get her motherfucking shit together and then we gonna meet down the road and we gonna both be on point that's what it is you have to have a plan in your life shit may not always go to schedule but have a plan if you wanted to join a fraternity go to college do a fraternity, do this, do that, but have a fucking plan. That's all you need to do in life is just have some kind of way that you're going to get from this point to this point. I have my plan of how I'm going to become a CRNA one day. By 33, I'm going to have that plan and I'm going to take this step and this step and this step and get grades like this, this, this to help me achieve that goal. Get an RN and I'm going to be a fucking firefighter. going to do both. I'm going to have a plan for each one of those. I just renewed my EMT license today. So I'm going to be applying for fire school too coming up. So I have things in the works. I, I offer a lot of value to somebody. 
I don't offer, I'm not high earning as a man, but my value, the mental, the motivation, the inspirational aspect of it, the drive that I have, the discipline that I have, I offer that in a relationship. Now I'm working on valuing myself in a financial status more than what I am right now. I'm only a twenty-six to $35,000 uh, man, but I have so much to offer. I have so many skills. I have so much more things. So I'm just going to put all of that into my plan, and then that's going to bring me the fruits of my labor. Then once we get together, we bring both of that together. Oh my goodness, man. Everything is going to work out perfectly fine. I'm not listening to nobody else. I cut my family off because at the end of the day, man, they cannot tell me anything that I don't already know. And the only thing they could do is bring me down with negativity and telling me how I need to do this and need to do that. And they have no effect on my life. They don't pay me anything. They don't look out for me. They don't come up to me, visit me, none of that stuff. So why am I giving them so much power on my everyday life? My everyday life is going to be consumed by the plan that I have. I don't have anybody trying to steer or guide that path but me. I'm taking that control. I'm taking the reins of my own life, and that's what everybody should do. Don't let your life be decided by a, a, a man or a woman. Because they gonna, if you die today, they're going to continue living life. They're not going to kill themselves because you, you're not here no more. They're going to continue living life. They're going to find somebody else. They're going to have sex with other people. It is what it is. Like, you got to take care of yourself at the end of the day. Not on no selfish type tip. Still love the people you love. But at the end of the day, you got to make yourself a priority so you can be able to help and be in a financial position where you can actually do something to change the life of your kids. That's all you willing if that's all you're willing to do and be loyal to like the people who are really love, who really love you and really support you and they mean that much to you, then you would do that because you doing stuff for yourself and actually leveling up yourself is going to make that person happy because they're going to see how happy you are and it might inspire them to do the same thing. I was looking at it from a standpoint of basketball. When Kobe used to shoot all them shots, everybody outside was like, he a ball hog, he a ball hog, he a ball hog. Man, he don't never pass the ball, he don't never pass the ball. And Kobe's mind, him being in the situation, he realized that I'm the best scorer on the team. Shots from me, whether they go in, whether they, they miss, is going to be more beneficial and more impactful because if my team see me being aggressive, then when they get the ball, they're going to be more inclined to be aggressive because, hey, they might not be able to get another shot. So they're going to try to make that shot go in so they can get the ball some more. And that's some sometimes in relationships you have to be like that. Like I got to score all the points and then I got to bring you along. I got to carry you. I got to carry you until you work on your craft and you see like, damn, this motherfucker always carrying me. Let me work on my game. If somebody really loves you, they're going to look at you and be like, I don't want them to carry no more. I want to be a viable option, a number two or equal to them. So I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to help support them and I'm going to get better and I'm going to raise my skill level so we can be a one and two combo. Now, if you got a dead weight that just sit back and let and get carried, then you need to you need to trade teams. You need to get the hell off that team because 
that person ain't going to do nothing but just watch you fail and watch you fail and watch you fail. But you have to understand, decipher who is going to be that second running the partner. You got to decide this person could actually coexist with you. I've found a person that could coexist with me. She puts up with all my bullshit. She gives me some bullshit back. And we always, it comes full circle. We always become, oh, I apologize for this. I apologize for that. I love you. You know I love you too. Da, 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 da. We hug, kiss, make up. We just don't have sex. And that's perfectly fine because sex will kind of flutter and kind of cloud the judgment sometimes. Because then it's going to be like, damn, when you coming over so we can have some sex? When you coming through, let's get it in. Damn, boy, last night was fire. When you going to come through again? That shit starts to cloud the fucking plan and the progress. You should be focused on your plan and your progress and, and up uplifting yourself and leveling up yourself. Having sex kind of brings you down a couple vibrations. I'm not even going to lie. It makes you feel complacent. It makes you feel like, okay, cool. Like, since I got that little temporary high from, from her, like, when I'm going to get that again, you know? Let me try to set up and get that again. But really, you're not even supposed to be thinking about no sex. You ain't supposed to be thinking about none of that stuff. Hold it all in. Sorry about that. Hold it all in. Don't think about sex. As much as you want to think about sex and want to have sex, if you focus that much energy on doing what you were supposed to do, studying for your class, getting, trying to get a, the best grade possible on your test, trying to do the best paper that you can, putting maximum effort into your work, into your craft, learn a new skill, learn a new trade, actually go on YouTube and try to learn new things instead of just going on there and just doing gossip channels and watching people play one-on-ones and stuff like that and yeah that's all cool and fine but how's that helping you if you're not going to create a youtube channel and you become the next big youtube star then you watching other people do it ain't going to help you at all yeah it's entertaining but then that's 10 minutes out of your life that's 15 minutes out of your life you're going to just keep taking 15 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes here hour here hour there out of your life and you're not learning anything you're just watching somebody do something you binge watching shows, you're just going to take hours out of your life. Yeah, it's entertaining, but what did you learn that day? Okay, you might be able to run into one other person or two other people that saw that same show. Have a little conversation about it. You didn't learn no skills in that hours, the amount of hours. You didn't do nothing to better yourself in those amount of hours. All you did was sit on your ass and watch some shit. You didn't go outside and run for a couple hours, something that would actually benefit your health. You didn't go to the gym. You didn't learn how to cook a new dish that'll be healthy for you. You didn't do nothing. It's like you got to do things that help yourself, man, become better. Read books. Do things that, yes, yeah, entertaining, but it has a secondary component to it. You sitting on your ass has no component to it. The only reason you would be sitting on your ass or laying down in the bed, you should be resting because that's going to actually help your cells recover, your cells regenerate, and actually promote healing. It actually promote hormone balance if you actually just slept. If you would have slept all them hours you was binge watching some shit, then your body would have felt refreshed, you would have felt good, you your mind would have been good, then you could have got up, read a book, you could have got up, worked out, you would have had the energy to do other things, cook, cook a nice dinner for yourself, then you would have did things, got up, got your hair cut, got your hair styled, Things that actually help you get into a better mood and help you feel better. Drink some water. Fuck all the sodas and all the sugary shit. 
That shit is going to cause diabetes, high blood pressure, all of these health problems you don't want to have at 45, 50 years old. Congestive heart failure, pulmonary problems, and all of this stuff, man. Pneumonia. and You don't want all of this, man. You want your loved ones, when your grandkids get older, you want them to be able to see you walk around without a wheelchair. Without needing assistance to go take a shit. You want to be able to go out on your own terms. So take care of yourself now. Find somebody who's not trying to be fucking lustful all the time and just want to have sex and want to lay around all day and not let you promote yourself and grow yourself as an individual, as a human being. Get rid of all the people who just want to sit in the block, drink, and not do shit to try to promote yourself as an as a individual, as a human being, and elevate you cerebrally. Keep those people that want you to elevate cerebrally that will leave you alone and let you get on your journey, on your path to actually get self-growth to happen. Keep those people in your life that love you, but that give you space and give you time to grow. And that's how I'm going to leave y'all, man. I appreciate y'all for listening. This has been another podcast. This is a little bit about what I've been thinking and my thoughts. Let me know what y'all think. And I'm out. Love y'all.